Yo, 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 Muddy Waters Podcast, man, episode 7. This your boy Shaq Sims, and I'm reporting live from Houston, man. I had to take a trip on you motherfuckers. Live and direct, live and direct, live <laughs> and direct. We in here, Evan Thomas, young man, first time on here, but we gonna get it done today. We gonna get it popping. let's get it. Got my nigga co-hosting with me and shit, and um, we here right now with an entrepreneur, somebody who really knows what that boss life is about, man. Um, he wears many different hats, so I'll let you tell him who he is and, and what he's about. Hey, what up? Boss Life Rico in the building. Yeah. What it do? What it do, man. I appreciate you for coming on, bro, first and foremost. Appreciate you boys having me. Oh, yeah, man. So give the people a little brief summary of who who you are and what you do. Well, man, I'm a part owner of Boss Life Incorporation. We got a clothing line. We got construction. We got Boss Life Foundation. We got a... We got a... Boss Life car lot coming soon, man. We got everything Boss Life right now, man. Yeah. So, how was it coming up for you? Well, man, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't bad off. I wasn't poor, nothing. You know what I'm saying? I grew up, you know, mama and daddy. You know what I'm saying? Just daddy working, mama hustling. You know, so I came up, you know, cool. You know. And where did you come up at? On the north side. North side of Houston, Houston, Texas. Okay. Yeah. What made you? What made you go in the direction that you went in? Like, what made you set your mind toward this? And like, this is what you put your blinders on, and what this is what you gonna do? And I just never liked the nine to five, man. I just I always worked for myself. When I was a kid, I used to cut yards. I used to wash cars, and then when I graduated, I just knew my mama wanted me to either go to college or or get a job. I wasn't in either. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just always did my own thing, you know what I'm saying? So, shit, I just, I had a job one time after I graduated at this school supply warehouse. That shit was horrible, man. They was they was working a brother, but it was like 20 of dudes from my school, they hired that summer. So, it was kind of fun, but at the same time, I was like, damn, this was a real job. Like, man, so I, after, I said, man, after this, I ain't never working for nobody else again. Because yeah, it was it was torture. And then I said, if I did, you know, when I get my own shit, I'm going to be the coolest boss. I ain't going to be no asshole like these, yeah. you know, these fools was. Yeah. You yeah. make you make a decision when you get to that point. Right. You got to right. make a decision. You're going to go this way, you're going that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the boss is going to make the boss decision. You know, people, you know, everybody make a different decision, but... Yeah, that's real. I just not about you capitalize. You just gotta keep trying. You know what I'm saying? Right. Can't give up. Persistence. Exactly. Exactly. So how did you? So you started off in the music industry? Yeah, that was pretty much the first place I started. Me and Slim grew up. He was always rapping. I was, you know, the homeboy on the road with him, helping him with everything. Then uh, in 2010, I started managing J-Dow. Okay. So that's when I just really fully gave it my all, and then I just do you know some of Slim stuff too, you okay. know like with his booking. But Heavy is his main manager, but I'm always with him, so you know I just handle whatever he need done and everything with the boss life. Right, right. So I always hear Texas is a big market for music. Like I hear like a lot of dudes talk about, man, I ain't never leaving Texas. I don't gotta go out of Texas because I can just get rich here. Is that true? Yeah, you can, man. Texas is, is 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 very big, man. They got its own culture. It's so many places you can hit. You know what I'm saying? Texas show a lot of love, so you can go to Austin, San Antonio, Dallas. You got Fort Worth. You got 
Oklahoma. You know, you got all around now. You can go to Louisiana. You got you right outside of Texas too, though. Right. But in Texas, yeah, you got all that, man. You got all these cities, Colleen, Waco, that you can go to and get that bag. Yeah, man, Texas is big as hell. Like, bro, when I what I said when I first came out here, bro, you really trapped in the middle of no goddamn yeah. where, bro. Like, yeah. you really like smack dab in the middle. People that's not yeah. from Texas don't really understand until so you come to Texas. Like I said, because with him. He from South Carolina. You drive three hours, you in Atlanta. You can't even get out of Texas in three hours. Right, right, exactly. You know it's, yeah. it's taking you three hours just to hit Louisiana. You trying to go to like East, like you know, West Texas. That's yeah, you going there. You on the road for twelve hours. That's a whole nother power. It's a life. It's all different cultures, yeah. all different type of PPB out here, especially in Houston. Houston, one of the best places. Yeah, man, I like it out here, bro. I ain't gonna lie, it's a culture shock, and it's different. Yeah, it's so much shit in like one area, like yeah. car lots, Audis, Porsches. Everything. Lamborghini, good food, you know Mickey's, what I'm Mickey's. Man, yeah. hey, we had Mickey's today. Yeah, man, that Kool Aid is a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey's, Mickey's good. I, 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 fuck with, I fuck with that Mickey's, man. I fuck with Estes too, though, man. You know, I do the North and the South, so I fuck with both. Estes on the North. Yeah, Estes on the North. Yeah, Studio Wood, they good too, man. I fuck with them though. They yeah. they the same, but they different. They both soul food, but they got both got a different taste. Bro. Yeah, I've been to Mickey's and then you been to This Is It. Over third work. I did a long time ago. Yeah. I haven't been lately. Man. I took my partner over there. He went. I'm talking about he was. Yeah. <laughs> the oxtails are motherfucker. That yeah, shit make your toes curl, boy. Yeah, that oxtails. But that hot sauce? Yes, sir. So let's talk about Houston culture. Like, because everywhere I go, I see niggas double cups. I see niggas drinking lean. And I didn't start seeing that shit until Instagram, really, man. Like, right. motherfuckers really. Anytime I seen something about Texas, they always talked about lean. So. Let's talk about Houston culture. What does Houston culture consist of? Man, Houston culture, man, I mean, we pretty much known for the lean, you know. The lean, the swangers, you know, the slow down music and all of that. That's what we pretty much known for. Right. Slabs. Slabs. That, that's, Houston, that's Houston culture, you know, back in the day. That's every young nigga's dream, a slab coming down, yeah. sipping syrup and that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's the cool thing to do, shit. Right. What you think? What do you think about? Why do you think it's so easy? Why do you think so many rappers like to bite off Houston culture? Like, why do you think it's such a pop? Because I mean, you know, like ASAP, the whole ASAP mob, they bite, they bite Houston culture all the time. They, they, they've taken a lot from Houston culture. Drake obviously take a lot from Houston culture. Really, every rapper, in my opinion, is taking something from Atlanta or Houston right now. Right, right. So, what do you think it is about Houston that sets it apart from, you know, say LA or New York? Because you know, back in the day, it was New York. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think it is about Houston that set it apart? Man, that's a good question. I really don't know why they keep jacking us like that, man. Do you like that shit? I mean, that shit gotta make you mad, bro. I mean, if I just sat down and I just looked at it and I was like, well, man, you know, I feel like our shit is some good shit and we want everybody to love it. So why not let them have some of it? At least as long as they just give us our props. Let them know where it came from. You know what I'm saying? Just pay homage. You know Atlanta's what I'm saying? Atlanta's the new Houston, man. Yeah, it yeah. is. I, and I, I love Atlanta, I too. Love and Atlanta they, on too, the, they on the drink heavy. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's similar. It's really the same city. It's like Atlanta's just a little bit smaller. Like, you go out there, you think it's on the same shit. Yeah. Exactly. Exact same shit. Exact same shit is popping out here. It's popping in Atlanta. But the only thing that's different about Houston and Atlanta is just that rap game pop a lot more out there right now. It's just right. a lot more. It's like a little black Hollywood. But it's about, it's all. I, I told him that yesterday, it's about, I always, I always said in Atlanta, the difference between Atlanta and Houston is support. Right. Yeah. They, in the city. they stick together. And you, do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. I agree. They, they do stick together. Yeah. Hey, I think, because I, I went to, I went to a little, I, I went to a little after party spot in Atlanta. Like, it was like, 
No, but to like five in the morning. The, I'm talking about the whole hour, first hour and a half. I was in the name playing nothing but Atlanta music. Nothing but Atlanta, yeah. Nothing but Atlanta music. And that's, and that's the and that's that's the only that thing that, that separates Houston from Atlanta because Houston got the rappers, we got the talent. We got it, yeah. We but, y'all got the labels too. We got the man. labels. Rap we got the money. Everybody got money. Boss Life. Money. What other labels is out here? I, I know rap a lot. Ball, y'all got Boss Life. I mean, it's a bunch of little labels. You know, people. You know, what I'm saying yeah. people just getting putting their own little shit together. But it's just like the support is not as just like. It's not just so more like okay, we gonna we gonna work together and get here. It's more like we gonna work against each other and try to be better than you, and then you gonna take you out of this. Shit. Right, you know we're what just saying? all over the place. We exactly. just gotta come come together. So yeah. during the Screw era, like was the money greater? I could just imagine. I saw a documentary on like the Screw era, screwed screwed up click and um, Swisher House. Yeah. Man, it just looked like it was so much money. They talked about how people used to camp outside this man's door for yeah, CDs and he, tapes and shit. Yeah, the screw, everybody was waiting on the screw tape to be released. Everybody was going, or if you knew somebody, you couldn't get to the south side, hey, grab me one. Yeah. So everybody was ready for when them screw tapes released. Yeah. And that's how, you know, Swisher House pretty much got started. It was the same. Niggas wanted it for the North. They wanted to represent for the North. And it was the same way at Watts House. When they dropped them CDs, niggas is running to get them hoes. You, you gonna get them that night. You had to have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For real. So, has the Houston culture changed for the better or the worse? Because I can just imagine it changes different times. So, has it changed for the better or the worse? Uh, man, I guess, man, you know, everything gets better. You know, it got to change. I think it, it didn't change for the better. It's doing good. You know, we got a lot of good new rappers now that's holding it down, like Sauce, you know, Sauce Twins, yeah. Propane, Dobe Easy, D-Lo, GT Garza. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of good young cats that's that's holding it down for the city. Yeah. So I think it changed for the better. Is Elias from the city? Elliot Dollar Sign? Yeah, he pretty much. He from he got the Louisiana background, but he's okay. from he from the city. Yeah. He from Houston, okay. Yeah. He's okay. Creole. <laughs> Creole at <laughs> we, just need, we just need some people come out. We just need some people come out of Houston that's just ripping Houston. Like that's just like literally putting on the culture that's really been in Houston. Right. It's so like many I said, it's a bunch of people though. that like like I said, you got a dude from Toronto that's ripping Houston culture hard and and a nigga from Mo City ripping Houston. You know what I'm saying? Drake got to rip Houston culture though. But he do what I'm saying. But that shit, like, but it, shouldn't be, it shouldn't be. We shouldn't be looking. We shouldn't be looking to Drake. We shouldn't be looking at Drake and ASAP as the dudes that's putting on the most. You know what I'm saying? And where that that sound. You know what I'm saying? Drake has to though. We gotta have more people coming. He got a lifetime contract. He ain't going nowhere. Hey, Jay Prince put that nigga on. Nigga, you better say Houston every goddamn album. That's real though. He paid. He got paid. He gotta pay him. Nah, he for sure. He do. Ain't nothing wrong. He do. It's always the up and coming niggas that hate on Drake, but like the big dogs, like. I be hearing Slim Thug talk about Drake. He fuck with Drake. I be hearing Jay. Yeah. Everybody who's a big dog who done did some shit be like, oh, we fuck with Drake. Paul Wall. And it's also it's like, all about mindset too. The big dogs got different mindsets. Like you think about dude like Meek. Meek still kind of got that street nigga mindset. So them niggas kill, he still on. He still on some. He still on some. You not finna disrespect me. And you gotta think about it. Like if you really think about what the Meek real beef about, about bitch, it's cool. But now nah, it's cool. He mad about a bitch. What you think about that beef? Man, I don't know what they mad about, man. But I, I, I wish Meek would have clapped back a little. <laughs> That's what I wish. <laughs> I, hopefully, it's not over a bitch, man. But it's you never bitch, know, man. man. I thought it was over Rico. I thought it was over the fact that Drake ain't writing his lyric. You know what I'm saying? His verse on Rico. So you gonna be mad at a nigga? You gonna really make when all honestly, enemy out of the biggest rapper over a nigga not writing his verse? And all honestly, I'm gonna be. I would. I feel some type of way. I would feel some type of way though if, if I pay a dude. 75 bands for a feature he don't even write the song he, he said he did words. it for free oh, i don't know about that he said i'm done doing favors for people because it's not like i need the money i make off a feature 
You really think Meek Mill paid it? Man, fuck all that, man. We ain't talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> that shit weak. Meek, Meek Mill's weak. He's mad about a bitch, man. For real. I hope not, man. Hope yeah. Not. Yeah, man. Yeah, so how instrumental, since we were talking about DJ Screw, how instrumental was he in the overall culture of Houston? Man, he pretty much started to slow down, you know what I'm saying? Freestyling yeah. over the, the, the C tapes and stuff like that, you know, freestyling over other people's beat. He pretty much started that. He was, that, was, that was his style. He slowed it down. Okay, an- another topic people talk about, like in hip-hop, like they say people should pay homage to the people that came before them and stuff like that. Do you feel like it's necessary for like the up-and-coming Houston artists to pay homage to the people that came before them, or does it really it doesn't really matter? I mean, in some type of way, you know what I'm saying? If they if the uh, the legends was an influence on them, they could pay homage. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to every album, every song, and mention them in every interview. You know, just let it be known, or even collab with them and do some music. And you know, whether it's now when they first starting or maybe later. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they have to come out the gate paying homage and all of that. You know, yeah. but just let it be known, show love. Where's Mike Jones, bro? I think Mike in Dallas. What happened to him, man? He disappeared, man. <laughs> he he got something dropping, man. He still he still been getting the checks though. So shit, I, I guess Mike still doing. He still do shows and shit. Yeah, so, man. Like, we did something for uh, he did the the day for night concert with us. I think we got something coming up soon. Uh, a couple of shows with him. So did he really just make that much money the way he ain't have to rap no more, or did he just like? I don't know, man. He probably. You know, still getting checks off of back then and all of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's probably still getting some checks. But I, tell, I tell people all the time, it take one hit, man. Yeah, and then he had you a solid. Have a if, you smart, if you smart with your brain and you got the right people around you, take one yeah. hit. You can get you do whatever you he want. He got man. a solid fan base, too. So he, pre, he be dropping shit. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure, you know, he stay working. He stay mm-hmm. on the road getting some money. Yeah. So what do you look for, like, in an artist? So you, you sign artists, I assume? Man... Not really right now with what all we going on. We trying to move more towards that. We're about to start getting our artists. We got a little management company, Boss Life Management. Mm-hmm. So we don't just really be looking for artists, but if they give us the music, we just listening, you know what I'm saying, and see who really want it. You know what I'm saying? And who out there working their shit on their own and not just, hey, coming to us, hey, I want you to get me off the ground. We mm-hmm. want somebody that's moving, then created their buzz and ready to hustle. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so I mean, you could say we signing artists because we looking for them. So what? What? How you and J Dog meet? How did y'all get together? Like, how did y'all? I knew J Dog since junior high. He was a little fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know him since then, man. You know, grew up with him and shit. You know, it was he had another manager that was uh he was just switching up, switching the team behind ten two was dropping, and Rayface was like, man, fuck it, won't you do it? I was like, shit, I tried, shit, you know what I'm saying? I know everybody anyway, so I just went from there and shit. Matter of fact, we still working. So what does it take to be like a good manager? Because I would just think like nowadays all a manager really got to do is answer the phone, but of course it takes more than that. Does the manager like put the, does he like, okay, they got this concert coming up or this tour coming up. Let my artists get on this tour for this price or something like that. It's pretty much both ways. It depends on what kind of artist you got. By me having Jade out with him dropping music, they going to call me. I don't have to do too much reaching out. You know what I'm saying? You know, I got a relationships and shit that you got to have. People you call, but mostly just get your number. They going to call me. They still call me till this day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we just I- booked three shows this weekend. Shit. 
Yeah, that's yeah. lit. Yeah. You call me, you. I didn't know what yeah, you heard. I was calling my Jay. Right, because I was driving. I answered the phone. He was like, "Yeah, we're gonna record later." I like, and I'm just getting the time. Like, damn, you coming to do a feature? I ain't know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But <laughs> yeah. I thought it was Jay Dog. But yeah, yeah. So, what are some Houston artists we should look out for? Like, man, the Houston artists that I fuck with, that I jam. You know what I'm saying? I jam propane because I, I I fuck with him. I do some booking for propane. Okay. He like family. Uh, I like D-Lo. D-Lo, he just dropped a new uh, album. Uh, Dope Easy. I fuck with Garza. The Sauce, Sancho, uh, and 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 Walker. I fuck with Walker. Man. Yeah, Walker Jam. Walker Jam. Walker Jam. Man, he crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Sosa man, nice too. Yeah, I like, I like that. I like, I like, I like that. Uh, him signing with Taylor Gang. I, I think that's yeah, that's a good look for him. He working too, man. Yeah. And, that, and the thing, I feel like he working hardest. I see Sauce and them. I see them Sosa. everywhere together, he got the man. Best flow out of them, in my opinion, though. Yeah, yeah, I like see in terms him. Of just, they been in L.A., Atlanta. They move around. They don't fuck around. I like to see young niggas out there, man, exploring the world, not just staying in one spot. You know, I like to see them everywhere. So who, 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 who you listen to right now? Right now, in the deck, right now. What, Houston-wise? Anybody, who you listen to? Man, I got different moves. I go to old school. I'm jamming Childish Gambino right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but got, I was on. He got some cold shit got because I'm just chilling. It's, it's the different. weekend. Yeah. Now, you know, I, I fuck with Jeezy when I go old school with it. Or, you know, Jay-Z. And, Jeezy put you in that mood. You know, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I always got my, my thugger lined up. So, but as far as right now, I'm on D-Lo and Welcome to Houston. What you thugger. think about these rap? These new rappers call themselves Thugger, like Young Thug called himself Thugger. We know who the original Thugger was. <laughs> yeah, he he, he young. Yeah, did, 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 did the original Thugger have a problem with that? Nah, he didn't, man. He don't really be tripping on things. Like man, every that, time man. I listen to the Connect Thug, be like, man, I'm just chilling, fool. I ain't really worried yeah, about these niggas. You can tell when a nigga, an uh, uh, older artist, is getting money because they don't be worried about. Yeah, because shit. if you if you go to tripping with him about it, you'll be like, man, these niggas tripping over nothing overnight. Like 21 yeah. and 22 Savage, like you know what I'm saying. That nigga so, was a but that, I, that, I would trip over that if I was 21 because that's no. just like straight disrespect in my opinion from 22 Savage. Like, I, He's a comedian, not, bro. He's a comedian. But he do be disrespecting that, that man. Where it was a parody. He put a, he put a whole video talking about he just shot at them. I don't know if that was real or not, but that was. Yeah, I, I seen. You he seen that? He's a comedian, bro. Yeah, he be disrespecting me like Thug. Like, Young Thug not really doing that out of no disrespect to Slim because that's just what he do. Like, yeah, that's just part of his name. name. That's just his yeah. name. You know what I'm saying? He's just doing him. He not yeah. trying to copy Slim Thug, but this man really coming out just on. What well, other Cash Me Out girl? Her name is Slim Thug on on uh, Instagram. Who? I ain't even oh, paying attention. Cash Me Out girl. Yeah, her name How is. Feel about that ignorant shit, man. Man, hey, her I, mama need. She need to be taken from I, her mama. I heard they, TMZ say that. Well, somebody say she asking thirty five thousand to host That's the what show. I was about to say. So man, I can't. I can't be can't, mad at somebody can't, getting some money. You know, what I'm saying? because it show you how easy it is right, to reach out here, man. It's, like, you know? it's some ignorant shit, but shit, I like to see. It's hope for hood folks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you ain't going to school and you ain't gonna do shit else, if hey, it's hope. It's another him, job. I told black, I told black youngster. He said he he the hope for them too, cause he he not really doing nothing but really talking shit. No, he, black youngster got some shit. Boy. He do, but he 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 a good artist. He really is, but people rapper. don't people know him more from him talking shit. Than he doing shit. shows though. No, he is. No, I ain't. I'm not. I'm not down that he getting money, but people are, he's getting this money mainly cause he talks shit. Yeah, he because he's he, he an entertainer. Yeah, entertainer more than the music. Just I a fuck rapper. With his music, yeah, his bro. rapper, his his music cool. I be jamming this shit all the time. Yeah, but it's like you, you, yeah, one thing. Really, only a certain type of person really gonna jam him all the, all the time because he not he not switching that style up. 
You feel me? I like Black Gunsta, man. I don't got I like Real Street niggas gonna fuck with him always. I like Lil Uzi Vert too, man. I like the way like he Uzi. do his performances. Mm-hmm. He'll turn the crowd yeah, he'll turn all the, the way up, man. He'll have a motherfucker yeah. wide up. I like that. He a rock star, bro. He a rock star. I just seen him. Uh, he was out the country something. I want to say Paris or something. He had, man, like 100,000 motherfuckers. He had them turned to the max. Yep. He came to Columbia and tore the township down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about tour that He was in Houston Hall yeah. Weekend. That was my first time seeing him. You saw him in, in person? Yeah, at the performance? engine room. Okay. Yeah. Travis Scott, too. He got a hell of a performance. I like oh, Travis Scott. You can understand shit. that. You, you can, you, this, it's, it's, it's about that rap, but it's also about how you perform. If you can get up, if you can get up and turn up a crowd of 20, 30,000, you're right. That's a talent. At the end of the day, even if you can't rap, even if you're not the best rapper, best lyricist, if you can go and turn up a crowd of that many people and have them like that every, every night. Lyricists and shit don't matter no more. It don't. It it's really a art to doing them shows too, man. It is. It is. Jay Z got it down. He can. He know how to do a show, mm-hmm. man. Kanye he can't too. really. He's a. Yeah. He's a boring performer, kind of. He just got the bits right. and that sound. Like he got the good sound effects, mm-hmm. but he really can't perform though. Jay Z, my favorite rapper. I like Jay Z performance, man. Jay Z, my. And Jay Z also got a higher budget than a lot of yeah. these dudes have. Like right. him and Kanye got. High, they, you know, what yeah. say a lot of these dudes. You know, what I'm saying it's a difference mm-hmm. between performing at Warehouse Live and performing at Toyota Center. It's a big difference. It is in terms of what you do and but what you can do. You know, what I'm saying my favorite show ever was the Pablo tour though. Pablo. I see, I ain't Kanye gonna West. Oh, yeah, well, he was on top of the uh, mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Dang. That was a good That was a good, that was good a show. That was a good-ass show. And he had yeah. good speakers. He had the speakers lining the stage yeah, he up. he had old Mike Dean back there. Houston's on. Hey, on Mike the, Dean. Mike Dean. He playing everything live. Yeah. Mike Dean was playing everything live. Everything live. Mm-hmm. He was doing everything, working out for shit. Paper back he the genius behind all that shit. Yeah. Mike Dean is that dude, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that man was a cold producer like that, bro. He cold. He a legend. He one of the coldest. I had never heard of him until Kanye West brought his name up. Yeah, Kanye West. Kanye. Shit, he got him with him. He out there in uh, New York. Man, I hope he ain't got Mike Dean on no Molly. He helped Travis. He helped Travis. Kanye West on that Molly, man. So what, what, in terms of like another city that y'all travel to, what's y'all, what's y'all favorite city? What's your favorite city that y'all go to other than Houston? Dallas. Dallas? Yeah, we toured Dallas Crazy. down for a while. We partied out there. We worked out there. We did... Dallas is like a second home. Yeah. This is my first time in Texas, so I don't really know nothing. Every time I hear somebody talk about Texas, they talk about Houston or Austin. Yeah, Austin, Austin cool too. Dallas is big, though. People don't understand how big Dallas really is. Like Dallas and the surrounding area is really bigger than Houston. Yeah, Dallas is big. Yeah. I like they downtown. They got dope architecture, all that shit. They downtown scenery is dope, way doper than ours. Yeah. Because it's like just a bunch of shit like thrown up, yeah. out out here, bro. It's yeah. just. This building, this building, that building, that building. Like, it's just See, like crazy. most of the most of the real scenic shit out here is gonna be like you gotta go to the gallery for that kind of shit. Like our downtown don't look like that. Like, yeah. You like Atlanta downtown look live. Like you remember we went to Charlotte. Charlotte downtown look live. They got lights, all that shit. Like Houston just more like I don't know. But I, like I said, but I still think I always say this is the best city in the world. Just just all the possibilities hey. you can do. Just you can do anything. Like whether it's I told you already. Like whatever whatever path you want to go down in this city, you want to get money that way. If you really put your mind to it, or whatever it is, you gonna you can do it. It's a big yeah. outlet. Yeah, you meet you meet whatever out here, man. It's crazy. There's so many it's so many black owned businesses out here too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody getting it. Right. So the boss life brand, what does that represent? Man, boss life brand just represent being a boss, you know what I'm saying? Doing you, you know, getting your money, shit, staying true to yourself, loyal, you know. Right. Yeah, that shit moving. I see people wearing that shit, man, in all type of different cities, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. foot action. We in there, man. We just They just moved. They was in six stores in Houston. We just moved to four stores in Dallas, I think. 
uh, Fort yeah. Worth and like three in Dallas. That's what's so, up, man. Texas, Texas showing love to the people that's coming up, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> man. Well, we selling to a lot of other places too, man. Denver, fuck with us. Florida, Louisiana. They show love from a lot of mm. other places too. Yeah, man. Y'all international. I remember you was talking about uh, shipping the CD overseas. On yeah. the last one, I think y'all had less. Yeah, I had on that killer. killer. Yeah, you was talking about shipping some shit to Germany or something. Right. Like that. Yeah, we get orders, man. It, you know, it'd be a lot of uh, army bases too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They be on our shit out there. Yeah, man. Hip hop big over there. Yeah, it is. One question I gotta ask is, I want to know your definition of what it takes to be a boss, because I think people really need to understand what it really takes to be a boss. I think everybody thinks they're a boss, and people don't know how to even start to be a boss. So where do you start at? First, Where did y'all start at to make y'all get your way out there? You got to keep God first <laughs> all the time. But after God, then, you know, you got to just work hard, hustle hard. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is you're going to do, be true to yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty much it, you know? Yeah. Grind, grind hard, you know what I'm saying, until you get the success. Yeah. Do you think you have to be born with a certain type of mindset to be a boss? Or can you just be a nigga at McDonald's working for 20 years and be like, fuck it? I think you can you can switch it up. It got to be in you though already. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. But anybody can be a boss. You know what I'm saying. You could be working at McDonald's. You know, so that could be your stepping stone. You know, right. till you figure out what is it that you want to do. Cause you never know. Cause I've done all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying. I didn't yeah. every motherfucking thing. I didn't. I didn't went to real estate school. I didn't sold property. I didn't had a food truck. I didn't sold. Uh, DVDs, I just sold, man, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I didn't had a car lot before, so yeah. I'm going to try it, you know what I'm saying? If I see somebody doing some shit, and I see it, and I like, I think I can hustle this shit, I'm going to try it. I'm going to yeah. see what it do. So you think when, Lee be when weed becomes legal out here, you're going to fuck with the weed game? Definitely. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get ahead of the curve, you know Boss what I'm saying? Like OG? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for We done had a you know, few cars. I got that WAP OG on the way. Yeah, we done had a few cars. People talking about some strands. We just got the... Get, get out there and get on it in Cali, but we trying to be ahead of this curve. Yeah, that's man, what I'm you trying to do. I've been telling people curve. I'm trying to stack that bridge, so yeah. as soon as it becomes, I'm trying to open it. I'm trying to be one of the first people. You got to be the first ones. Get in that wave, you know what I'm when saying? When they open out here, when that shit become legal out here, this going to change this whole city. This city's going it's going to, like, you, you you see what's doing in Colorado. Colorado don't got shit on Houston, man. Right. Red, Denver don't got right, shit right. on Houston. What we The amount of people that we got, and I'm really, to be honest, the amount of people that smoke, fool. Yeah. There's probably still more smokers in Houston than it is in Denver and the shit legal out there. But yeah. we good now. We got up to four ounces. We getting now. We, we working. That, that shit, you know, that shit coming in there, kids. Hey, dude, you yeah. can't have no felony. You know what I'm saying? We have some of us out here. We can have up to, it's up to they, they supposed to give you a ticket for it. Up okay. to four ounces. I ain't getting no ticket. Four pounds? I know that right now. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. I, thought, I think back but home you, is an ounce. But you can't you just put it up because, because the thing is, though, the jails is overcrowded with these niggas that's getting caught with grams. Right. They taking niggas to jail for goddamn point. I got taken to jail for point three before, fool. Yeah, that's some bullshit. That's some bullshit, bro. And I'm talking about, and it wasn't even like bagged up. It was like, it was mixed in some ash, nigga. Like the bitch went through the a Wendy's bag. Where they had trash on top of it, took all the trash out the Wendy's bag. Shit, like, you wasn't even worried about. We I'm sitting here there. like I, I'm thinking I'm good. Yeah. She come out talking about I just found point three. Gonna take you now. I'm. I'm oh man. Like, they'll cut your carpet out if you're pouring a drink out. I'm you telling know what I'm you. They'll cut a patch of your carpet yeah. out and put that shit in the evidence bag and break it. all this over some weed, man. Like so, it's like so niggas who used to pour it. So when, if you get pulled over with 
drink in your cup. You can go to jail for that? Yeah. yeah. For this cup right here, if he got a full 20 ounces in there, he is going for to for controlled substance of 20 ounces. They can smell it or they just pour They'll be like, okay, they you know. got a cup. They're going to... Test it in the little shit. They know. They gonna test. They gonna smell it. They gonna send it to a lab. They and they gonna, gonna, yeah. gonna fucking three months later. They gonna call you. I thought that was like the <laughs> safest drug to have. Fuck in the no, cup. no. It just depends. It depends, bro. Honestly, look. If it, it just depends. It's, it's, a, it's a couple of loopholes to that shit, but not really. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's not. Bro, you it's got a, ba- a bottle with your name on it. You yeah, good? Yeah. But if yeah. you riding around with a two liter, yeah. Nah, nah hell, and that bro. shit dark it, as hell. Yeah, if you got a purple sprite, you out of there. You gone, buddy. It's a wrap. You got yourself a felony. And that's the thing that the jail, like I said, jail's overcrowded with these little like petty ass, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I, I understand like the hard shit. You know what I'm saying. We don't. We need this. That that shit need to be off the streets for sure. Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying there's certain shit that don't be on need to be on the streets. And I, but now we we, but we ain't doing shit to nobody, we, man. We ain't never killed nobody. Man, I done heard man. one nigga in my life tell me he wanted to do something bad off weed, and I ain't, I don't even get it. He was already tripping. He was, <laughs> he was, he was, exactly. He was already tripping. Like, I never heard everybody else. I done heard man. Like I like man. I can the only thing I can say about it, if you do it too much, you can't fuck some shit up because you gonna sleep and just do nothing. But if you if if, if it's control, when you get to the point when you get to like controlling it, bro, it's nothing, bro. Ain't, ain't nobody ain't doing nothing to you. Nigga, my mama, my mama got healthier off of weed, man. Tell you, she got blood pressure medicine. She done yeah. lost weight. Tell she you. good, nigga. <laughs> For real. Weed keep you calm, man. Yeah, man. That shit curb your appetite balance and all you that out. shit. Yeah. It balance you the hell out, man. I'm telling you, that should be balancing me that out. That shit make me paranoid. That's why I'm smoking. I think, I think it's that loud, man. <laughs> See, I used to smoke mid and Reggie back in like 2009. You need I couldn't a lower grade. Like, I need to smoke <laughs> that baddest ass Jamaica gun. I, I started off smoking loud because I was, you know what I'm saying? I grew up in, I, was, I went to Clement, so them boys, them boys smoking twenty dollar grams over there. And like, I started out with Reggie. I, I started out with some. Man, shit I, I smoked Reggie for the first now. time in college, man, and, and I and that's when I really was broke at the time. And I just went. I had this dude that would bring me like some popcorn for the low, bro. And I was getting that shit every day, twice a day. And so I finally, somebody finally brought me some light again, and I was not smoking. I was like, damn. This shit feel different. I ain't smoked Reggie since. My first time smoking weed, nigga, I was like in sixth grade. I bought a nickel bag. Y'all niggas don't know nothing about nickel. I had a nickel bag. (laughs) That shit was was like, he bagged it up with the trash bag, just ripped that motherfucker apart, tied it up, burned it in. Man, I felt so good. Then I stopped smoking for a little while because I had to do PTI. Couldn't smoke. Man, that's when everybody started smoking Kush, man. I hit that shit. I was paranoid as hell. I was like, man, I ain't never. I'm getting my last little sweet I'm like, they about to make me quit, man. <laughs> it's gonna be sick. Yeah. But you know, I'm trying to figure out. I hope. I hope they don't. You know. You know. I hope they don't do though. Because it's so many black people, especially, that been held down by this kind of shit by getting caught with weed. When it becomes legal, I hope they don't hold that against them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hope they let them. Because out that'll be really trifling. If you think about it. You know what I'm saying? To say because you were failing for some weed. You can't get into the weed business. But that's something you can see them doing, though. You know what I'm saying? I can see them doing that because they it's say you got, be you got a felony. You can't, you can't, you can't go grow. You can't go have a farm because you got a felony. Right. But my nigga, I got a felony for getting called weed. The shit legal. What's the, what's the hell of the difference? They right. should get. You right. feel yeah, me? They they for that that's shit, like saying man. a felony can't have a damn gun. Like, yeah. You can't. I can't protect myself. Come a felony. Yeah. That make no sense. Like, you know, niggas gonna have to get smart. Open it in their mama name. But then, yeah, but then it's just like, damn, I can't just do it legit. Right. You feel right. me? You still uh-huh. breaking the it's law. It's like, damn, you st- I'm still having to do. I'm still having to go around. You know what I'm saying? All this bullshit. Like, why? Like, if they, y'all gonna do all this shit, make it legal. Why? Why I can't do it? Yeah. I hope they don't do that though. Wow, yeah. that ain't, I'm, um, man, that be some bullshit. Man. Yeah. So boss life, bitch. I saw you. Got, y'all got your own bitch. I was talking about it. I ain't had it yet. 
We yeah. ain't got it back home. But how did y'all think to start that? Well, eight, it's a local brewery called Eight Wonder, and uh, we had been up there before. And Slim had been talking about he wanted to do some cool shit, you know, a beer instead of champagne, because everybody got champagne and liquor, you know what I'm saying? So right. he was like, "We Texas, we known for beer." Right. So we had went to Eight Wonder, and we spoke to them about it, and they was like, "Dope." They was like, "We got uh, we working on a beer with Bun right now." So we'll do y'all after them. So Bun had a beer coming. So we was going through the tasting. But Bun, he haven't finished his yet. He almost finished. But we finished ours. And he gave us the blessing. He was like, y'all go ahead. Go ahead. Y'all go and drop for me. So we dropped in what? Uh, I think that was like December. We had like, we brewed a big old tank, like 60 kegs. We ran through those. We on the like third damn tank now. We damn. just brewed some last week. So it's doing good. It's in like 30 bars. That's what I love that shit, man. See, yeah, I love I love, I love stuff like that, shit. especially like seeing black people get into stuff. Cause man, I remember it was a point in time. Well, I don't remember this point in time, but it was a point in time where, first of all, alcohol was illegal. Niggas, nobody could fuck with it. Right. And then it became legal. Niggas wasn't in that type of shit. Now you see people getting into the alcohol businesses. Black people getting into. Marijuana, right? Same shit they used to lock niggas up for. Now niggas is Getting doing that shit it. legally. Like I fuck with that. Yeah. Black on a black owned beer company. That's dope. E forty got his own beer. His he own got beer. his own malt liquor. He got his own wine. Yeah. Y'all niggas need to yeah, boss life wine. Man. Boss life wine. Y'all niggas need to <laughs> wine. <laughs> We're gonna have to go holler at Forty about that, man. Yeah, Put us that. on game. Yeah, I love man. it the most because like people don't even understand a lot of times what y'all really do. You know what I mean? Because yeah. just from the outside view, people just think boss life. Y'all just rapping. Yeah. Y'all just doing this. People don't understand that y'all really taking this this voice that y'all got, this, you know what I'm saying, what y'all got, and y'all spreading it to different areas. And that's right. what I fuck with. I, mean, I really right. fuck with it, man. Yeah, man, we just trying it. I mean, like, we, we really don't know what the fuck we doing. We just think just about it, you know it. what I'm saying? And you we, don't got to lose. We put the best plan together, you know what I'm saying, and talk to who we need to talk to, and we go from there. It ain't mm -hmm. like we just came in this game and did a bunch of research and study, you know, T-shirts and beer and all kind of shit. It's like, hey... You know what I'm saying? Let's just sit down and see what we think about it. And right? How can we advance and make some money off of it? And that goes back to what you said. You said you used to cut grass. You used to right. do rake yards and do shit like All that. that shit. You just tried your hand at everything. Just tried everything. Just seeing what, what'll you, work you for you. You never know what'll pop, man. You know what I'm saying? You got 10 things going on. One yeah. of the motherfuckers is going to go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then everybody rapping. That's another thing I heard y'all talking about. Everybody rapping, bro. Right. Everybody like, you you'll be a motherfucking fool to stay in one lane if you see it ain't working for you. If you went from going platinum to you selling five thousand albums the first week, it's time right. for you to you, you, you can do, still you rap, but do something different. You gotta do some other you things. You gotta do some other shit. If one lane crowded up, man, you gotta create your own man where it's four five cards. This game is unforgiving though. That's what it is though. This game is real unforgiving in terms of like when you hot, you hot, fool. Yeah. Everybody love you, everybody. But as soon as some, or you know, what I'm saying, as soon as something happens, as soon as you're not hot no more, it don't matter, bro. Like, yeah, don't fuck with you gotta be, no you gotta be, you gotta have some other way. You gotta have. The, but at the end of the day, a lot of these rappers, it come down to them having the right people around them. Yeah. Because a lot of these niggas don't have people around them that's really telling them to do shit. They 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 having them spin their bread. Right. So when it come down to it, when that shit, when that rap shit in, it's going in for eighty five percent of the rappers. But just think about this though, bro. What can you tell a nigga? Let's say you a rapper. Yeah. Everybody around you is your peers, right? Yeah. On a day-to-day -day basis. You become a multimillionaire. I'm working for you. What the fuck am I going to tell you, bro? I it's mean, you're about, my partner. Not, no, you're my partner. But I don't never, no, 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 I don't never tell nobody. You're my partner. You're my partner. I don't think it's because you're working for me. Though. No, no, no. No, no. What I'm saying is, bro, I'm your partner. I'm going to tell you what's on my mind regardless of yeah. you're my partner. 
Some niggas is yes man though. Yeah. The nigga who the yes man might be the nigga that worked for you. But that's the about who, having the people the nigga, that write the, the, the nigga who's the yes man might be the rapper. So he might one. listen to what his homeboy saying. His homeboy might be a strong but nigga. But you guys, that comes to you being smart it. and having the right people around right. you. Like, like I said, like what, me, day, what me and Mitri do, if he tell me something, I'm going to listen to him just because I know he got my best interest. You feel me? Right. But so that, like, it's the day that's all about, it's all what it's about you. You can't Everybody's not like that though, bro. But that's why you weed them people out though. You're not going to start off having that. Think about if you just blow. You just blow like. You blow. You start rapping six months later. You blow. You a millionaire. Everybody who's around you now is probably gonna be the same people that's around you, bro. Then when you when you hot and you rich, you feel like you're on top of the world. You're not gonna listen to what nobody got to say, especially when if nobody around you is telling you anything. Better humble yourself. Yeah, exactly. Better humble yourself. That's what I'm saying. But, but, but like I said, this game has a, this game has a way of humbling yourself. That's for the niggas who never had nothing though, like niggas right. who never got hoes, niggas who never had clothes, niggas who never had a car, niggas who never had friends. Yeah. Those are niggas like Kanye West. Look at him. He ain't really got nobody around him, man. He need him an OG around him. He man. do. He need an OG. You can man. tell the niggas don't. They don't got nobody around him. No, you can tell who it is. Yeah, like Drake got somebody him. real behind. Drake him. got. Drake got. Bro, Drake probably got the best crew of people around him out of anybody. Jay Prince, man, I'm telling you. I'm talking about. Jay I'm talking Prince about like, like you fuck this yeah. up, motherfucker. But I'm talking about like. <laughs> You gotta have people. Then they like you can't really control it. So I like say whenever Slim got hot, he probably ain't. There's probably a bunch of people around him that was yes men that was like that. But you gotta weed them people. Like you gotta be smart enough and you care about who that is. You gotta know who that is because you you know what I'm saying. It's gonna be times you gonna take else to them people. Yeah. Because like I said, you 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 being a generous person, you are gonna do the shit. But after that, you gotta be like, look. At a certain point, you gotta be like, look. This ain't happening no more. And I and you gotta be able to weed out who's with me. Who yeah. been telling me the real? Because there's gonna be somebody that's telling you the real. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be somebody. It's gonna be somebody. You gotta that, that, if it's only one person, then fuck with that one person. That's but it. we all humans though, bro. Right. But see, sometimes you know a nigga might get on a high horse, and then before he plummet, he might say, "Let me wake up, humble myself, and get right." Wake up Some niggas' tonight. careers be short though. Some <laughs> niggas' careers that's, be and short. That's why they though. burnt all their bridges. That's so why. That, that's why they gotta be on it from the beginning, man. Yeah. Keep that money. Don't blow it. That's not the cool thing to do. Yeah. Not to fuck it off. Man, everybody, in my, in my opinion, everybody should be looking at with Jay Z, man. Because Jay Z is the, is the OG. Jay Z and Master P the OG of this shit, man. If they stopped rapping, Jay Z could have stopped rapping ten years ago, bro. Yeah. Fifteen years ago, he, he still stopped rapping before he started, fam. He's, yeah, he honestly, started rocking. To be real, he started rocking with. To be real, he didn't have to start the shit, but you know. I'm saying, but even after that, like he, bro, he could have been stopped rapping and been straight just because he got a mind and he had the right people around him. Yeah, Jay, Same he thing. told you know niggas on his second album, man, I'm only coming out with two more albums, bro, and I'm done. He lied. Yeah, he lied, but shit, <laughs> he he was he already knew, like man, I ain't marketing this shit, man. They gonna hurry up and buy them too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, where can people get the Boss Life beer? We was talking about that. Where are some places they can go to if they come to Houston to get the Boss Life beer? Man, A Wonder is the home of the beer, so you can always get it up there. It's, okay. Uh, it's a few. It's a lot of bars that actually have it. So many I can't name. I know uh, uh, Eskimo Hut got it. I know Bell Station got it. Uh, HEB got it. A couple of HEBs got it. Man, it's a it's on my Instagram, Boss Life Rico. We posted it up there. Okay. So, but it's a, it's a list of stores. We getting the website together though. Okay. But it's like thirty bars that got it. Word, man. So you can even get a keg at Specs Downtown. Specs Downtown. I'm gonna go cop one next weekend. Yeah, we need to get one, bro. Yes, I gotta sir. we gotta try that shit for our. You can get the half keg too. Smile if you don't drink that much beer. <laughs> or you can go to A One and have you some glasses. Yeah, man. Just buy some. Just support, man. Yeah, check I'm gonna it tag out. in the video on the keg stand. Hey. <laughs> so um buy back the block i know that was something else y'all talked about on the podcast and um slim thug i think he was on the remix of yeah. rick ross buy back the block yeah. so what do you feel about that do you think that it's a must 
To buy back the block. Buy back the block. Yes, I do, man. I think property is the one thing that you will never lose on. Right. You know, whether you sit on it now, you know, or sell it, you know what I'm saying, later, it's not going to go down. They're never going to make land again, ever. They buying it up, so it ain't going to have no more. So I think it's good to buy back the block. Yeah, especially to give back to your community and, and make nice, affordable, and and quality homes for your community. Right, man, back right. In your community. Better your community, man, and spend the money back with your people so we can invest it back in the community. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think I heard, I, I can't remember, but the uh, the black dollar goes through, I want to say, uh, go through our hands. I want to say two or three times or something, and it goes through, like, the other races, it go through their shit, like, 10, 15 times. It's, I can't remember the exact number, yeah. but it's something like, that. something like that. Our shit is low, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, they got corner stores in every neighborhood, yeah. in our hood. So hood. we niggas, need to be owning that shit. You know what I'm saying? A lot we of need, niggas, a lot of niggas will talk about like this. Is my neighborhood, man. Saw how the prince was like, man. Niggas always talking about how they own the hood, but this is Uncle Sam's house, right? Like yeah. niggas for real. Like the Arab selling you gas and beer and liquor. The white man selling you the cars, yeah, and he yeah. owns your house. Like right. niggas who would never come to your neighborhood own your house, bro. Right. A nigga who wouldn't even come to your neighborhood without a police escort on your house. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And he that, gonna sell that motherfucker. That's why we gotta do buy buy our shit back. You know. We do, man. All the rappers need to in their cities, man, need to buy back houses at least ten, man, at least ten in their community, the neighborhood they came up in. I saw Slim. He posted a video riding down the street of all the houses he had bought. That shit was so dope, bro. It's like eight or nine of them on, on one block. That's dope as fuck, bro. That's yes, dope. That's and they nice houses, like brand new shit. They, they real nice. Marble in size, man. Yeah. You know, the stand-up showers and shit. Yeah. They dope. Yeah, that's dope. See, stuff like that don't get talked about enough. Right. Shit right. like that, you know, the negativity, like. But people don't understand how much it could, that could be done if everybody do a little bit. Yeah. If everybody should do what they can, like obviously, obviously Slim, yeah, they got they got the funds to do that, so they can do a lot more. But even us, we can. Everybody can do some. Everybody can team up. You know what I'm saying? Even if you because nobody gonna support us like we can. Yeah. That's that's the that's the difference between the cultures, bro. Is like every every other culture really support they support each other. They do, bro. And they like they the family the family concept is a lot tighter. Us, we you know what I'm saying? We trying to be so busy trying to be better than the other next nigga that. We can't, no, we can't get nowhere. You know what I'm saying? bro. Like, you go to Chinatown in New York. Man, them niggas, you go to KFC, man. Them that shit is written in whole China. Shit, man. They that shit is written in Chinese. Shit, right, right. You got man. these A-Rabs, Indians come here, buy every gas station out here, own every corner store, all like you said, everything. That's crazy, bro. These niggas yeah. ain't even from here, man. Man, them niggas got these the niggas coming here from oh, These niggas coming here from a whole other culture, coming over here not knowing no English with no money in their pocket, and then, you know what I'm saying, 10 years later, owning, owning the whole block. And right. niggas laugh at Mexicans riding ten deep in a truck, and then them motherfuckers man, be Mexicans loaded. out here working hard. Bro. They be loaded, bro. Saving up, they, they be loaded. Be working and hard. they sending money to their families, bro. Getting them a bag off five dollars an hour, man. Yeah. That shit crazy, man. And they be and they be turning up, and then they invest their money with each other, have their own businesses, restaurants. And they like all Ruchi. go to their own business. Like, Ruchi, them motherfuckers don't even speak English in there. <laughs> right. And the motherfuckers <laughs> is serving us food. But, hey, that food good as hell. That lemonade, 
I don't know what they put in that you, shit. You fucking the taco trucks? Yeah, I fucking with a couple. Not what's, too many. What's though. the best one you know? This one on the north side. I forgot. Uh, I heard about it. I heard about someone. Yeah, it's on, it's on 249. I fuck with them. I can't remember the name of them hoes, though. Man, it's a little little bitty truck that they sit on it's the side. It's one in Richmond and Go to that one. Yeah. That's okay. a straight drop. Yeah. Make, I promise you. Podine. I got to try that. They got a little street taco. I'm telling you, the most cold. Right yeah. on Richmond, Dubbo. It's a little gas station. Little yeah, the, the, the one on the corner. It's, yeah, the one that the Chevron on the corner with Chevron like with, with, with like the strip ball behind it. it's a white yeah. taco truck right there. Oh, okay, I'm yeah, I know you, what like you're that, talking about. That like you drive, I'll drive right now. Go go get ten of them up. <laughs> Man, them tacos, that damn quesadilla, Ruchis. Ruchis, been Ruchis, Ruchis, nah, Ruchis, like Ruchis. Yeah. That shit good. They got like they got one on West Ham. They got another one on Richmond. Richmond like a little Mexican spot. They stay open. They stay open late though. Like, they stop. They stop serving. I call like two in the morning type shit. So it's cool. Ruchis. I don't never go there to eat though. I go there to drink. That shit was good. I don't know if it was because I was drunk. But boy, yeah, that probably because you was drunk. Really. Man, that shit was amazing. Anything good when you drunk, good when you drunk. Right, exactly. I was, that shit was amazing, dog. So, um, any advice you would give to to a youngin trying to become an entrepreneur or an adult trying to become an entrepreneur? What advice would you have for them? Man, basically, man, just work hard. You know, work hard. Put your all into it. Come up with a good business plan. You know what I'm saying? Don't just get in head first. But if you believe in it and you love it, put your heart and your soul into it. Word. Y'all hear that, man? Ain't no excuses, man. Whether yeah. you want to sell t-shirts, go get you about 10 shirts, man, and write on them motherfuckers or something. <laughs> right, right. Do something, yeah. man. For real. Because there's yeah. so many opportunities out here, bro. It's this dude on Instagram, all jokes aside, he write on shirts and shit. He started selling them motherfuckers. They were super rare. Man, this nigga had Wiz Khalifa buying shit from him. Now he rich. Yeah. He like a fashion designer now. You know what I'm saying? You never know what to shake, man. You, you never, never know, know what, what happened. You gotta take your talents, man. And this is this is my real definition of being a boss. Cause you could be doing some shit that you really don't want to do or don't like doing. But if you could turn your passion into a paycheck, that's the ultimate boss to me. Right. Especially if you're doing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Other shit come into play, like you can do investments and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. where it starts for me is like turning your passion into a paycheck. If you're making money off what you love, it ain't work. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, so it's all about bringing people up around you too, though. Yeah, bring you can't. In, in my opinion, you can't be a boss unless unless all your people up with you. Boss your yeah. team up. Yeah. If you if you if, if you if you over here if I'm over here eating, you know what I'm saying at the mall buying Marzellas, doing all the blah blah. You know what I'm saying? I, I can do that. You know what I'm saying? But what do you, what are people around you doing? You know what I'm saying? If people around you struggling, what the fuck is you doing? If you really got it like that, that's right. Because you got to bring the people up with you. Because then there's gonna be people that support you when you if you you know what I'm saying. Cause not all nothing's promised day to day. Yeah, you can't drink champagne around beer sippers, you know man. Oh, unless it's boss beer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go cop that boss beer for real. Go, go, go cop that boss like hey, have keg at Specs right now. Go cop it next yeah. party. Go cop that. So, um, what's next for you in in the boss life brand in general? Uh, man, what's next? I'm trying to see. Man, we got a site called the Connect site that we working on right now. It's kind of like a. For the Texas culture, Texas hip hop culture, for up and coming artists, you know, just kind of it's bringing everybody to Texas, you know okay. what I'm saying? Showing them how we do it. It's gonna be other shit on that too, you know, all over the world, but we just bringing the world to Texas culture. Okay. But it's gonna be up there for everybody. We got the Connect Music uh, Instagram, we got the Connect Music Twitter, the ConnectMusic.com, 
And we got the Connect Podcast. That shit is dope, bro. I appreciate been rolling it. off of that shit. Appreciate man. it. You said something about a car lot earlier too, huh? Yeah, we starting we 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 starting that up too, man. We putting the plan together on that right now. What kind of cars y'all gonna have? Like high end or Oh man, we ain't just really decided yet. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get all the business shit out the way, but probably both though. Do both. That's what I say do both. Probably do both, you know what I'm saying? Have like affordable cars yeah. for like, you know what I'm saying, people that obviously not everybody gonna be able to afford a Lambo and a Rari. Yeah. Right, but then you got you still got that for the people that can't. You feel right, yeah. we're just gonna go Take in over the whole market, a little bit at a time. You know what I'm saying? Give motherfucker whatever they need. You know, that's where and y'all gonna take like orders and shit. Like, hey, I want this, yeah, that, you want third. this, I will go get it. Y'all got so much jury. Y'all need to do a jury <laughs> show, man. Y'all got uh, like, y'all okay, need to do well, a I jury told show. Myself, I ain't buying jury no more, man. I had got hit one time, man. I lost a lot of jury. Somebody had broken my house. When I was gone, man, I lost my God, I lost a lot of shit. I lost a lot of jewelry, but now that shit turned back up. Nah, I ain't never seen. Should have called Jay Prince. <laughs> hey, man, before we go, what is it about Jay Prince that makes him run this city with an iron fist, bro? I remember Steve Francis. I think that's his name. Played for the Rockets. His chain got took. Jay Prince did a video in like a lavish ass house. He was like, yeah, so this your boy, Jay Prince. And I got this chain right here from my man, Steve Francis. You see, it ain't broken nothing. I got it back for you. I was like, man, he talked so elegant and shit. And, like, I remember he he um, he um sent out a, a a friendly warning or some shit like that to Charlemagne. He was like, you fucking my money up. Charlemagne was like, man, I'm scared. I ain't scared of nobody but Jay Prince. So what about him makes this, him, like, so feared and respected? I mean, man, he just, oh, he an OG. He always been a stand-up dude, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, he laid his mark down back in the day, you know? Man, he must have slapped the police in front of the police station, like the police chief or some shit. I mean, man, you know, he just, he just always been stand-up, true to his word. So, it's a, you know, everybody respect him. You got to take your hat off to him, you know what I'm saying? He, no, he probably did, really, though. He probably got a bunch of connections when he was young, and then he just built on them. So to the point where he was just where he at now. That's my dude, man. Man, that dude, man. Listen, you got your shit called Jay Prince, dog. <laughs> 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 Jay Prince. He getting niggas chains back, like. <laughs> who got who got Glizzy chain back whenever his shit got snatched? Youngster. It was youngster. Yeah, it? he bought his. It, I don't, he bought his shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you. Hey, that nigga funny, man. I don't care. Like, I pass anything. If he stop making music, he a funny motherfucker, man. Yeah, I like that nigga, man. I like his music, though, man. I don't really care about the annex and shit. But yeah, man. So um, everybody go check out the Connect Podcast. That shit is dope. Hey. Follow Boss Life Rico on Instagram. Matter of right. fact, you tell me about it. In. Yeah, man. If you want to get all your clothes, man, T-shirts, hats, phone cases, shoes, man. We got designer shoes. Boss, they go to bosslifeworld.com. We got the connectmusic.com. We got Boss Life Beer. We got Boss Life Construction. Basically, man, just whatever you need, man, hit us up. Appreciate the support. What's your Instagram? Boss Life Rico. Twitter, all, is, is all the same? I, I don't even remember the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Rico G, Bob, Rico BHO, something like that. I don't be on Twitter that much. I got to get back on now. You gonna look him up. You going to find him. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah, on. But that was Muddy Waters Podcast, Episode 7. I'm live from Houston. I might not come back home, but I'm out this bitch. <laughs>